This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey guys, this is Wookie Will here with the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Um, I've actually taken over the studio, so you guys are stuck with me. No, no, I'm just kidding, guys. Um, Jimmy's actually at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con, and we actually have him on the phone. How's it going, Jimmy? What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Just uh, it's kind of weird being in studio without you. I know. Thank you for manning the uh, the uh, the ship without me, man. I do appreciate it. I, I got Jesse I'll keep me company, so it's, she's making sure it runs. <laughs> I promise I won't bore right you. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kind of like, uh, trying to steer. We're just finishing up uh, day three of the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Uh, they just literally closed the door, so all the vendors are kind of walking around, trading with each other, and uh, closing up their booths. Um, it was an absolutely great weekend. This this con is such a well-oiled machine. You know, th- there was very, very little hiccups. Uh, you know, we were doing a lot of the moderating and ended up doing more than that. We were kind of like security. We were ushers. I mean, it was we had multiple jobs all weekend, but... Uh, you know, we were super taken care of, so it was it was a lot of fun. That's awesome, man. Um, I see. I saw you do a lot of panels. What was your favorite panel to do down there? Uh, the favorite panel I did is what you guys are going to hear here uh, pretty quick. Here, 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 here <laughs> uh, is the uh, Amy Joe Johnson panel. That was uh, that was probably the highlight of the weekend. But uh, I also did the Kel Mitchell panel, which you guys will hear. And then I also did the, uh, let's see, I did the Time Force uh, Power Rangers panel that I did not record because our sound guy had to go back to Denver, so we weren't able to uh, to record this one. But, you know, it, we still got two, so, I mean, that's, that's something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I know we talked about before leading up to the convention that this is actually was a very a rare appearance by her, Amy Jo Johnson, to be at this con. Oh yeah, dude! Like there was a, uh, there was a uh, uh, Jay Clark from POI. He got to do the uh, the Gotham panel. Um, we got to meet those guys, Robin Lord Taylor and James Frain from Gotham. Super super nice guys. Uh, we also got to hang out with show sponsors, Source Point Press. Um, they were right next to Robert Bruce from Comic Book Men, uh, which was cool. So, you know, he knew he knew all about us uh, at Podcast Detroit from Mike and Ming. So it was it, it's a lot of fun, you know, going state to state and finding people that know who you are you know what i mean yeah and it's just like oh hey how you doing and they're like they know who we are what we're doing and you know that that, that tells us that we're doing good things so that's yeah, awesome man just uh, going out there and finding more fans and bring people in so um yeah i mean anything else interesting happen while you're down at the con uh no i i mean i got bit by a spider right in the foot right before i came here so all the walking around I've had to do has sucked because each day my foot has been like 10 sizes bigger. Ooh, so yeah, I like woke up and been like, you know, limping like a pirate till for about an hour. So I guess all the poison dissipates in my foot or something. And then I can walk normal. <laughs> oh man, that sounds rough. That's no, it was, it was pretty rough, man, but it's all good now. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. So, That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, Sorry, I'm going. Go ahead, man. I didn't even catch you off. Oh no, it's fine, dude. Uh, yeah, I spent the uh, I actually got to spend the morning at the Motor City Nightmare uh, here in Detroit, which is pretty fun. A little horror. Oh yeah, convention. you went there today. Yeah, I went there this morning, so check it out. That was it was quite good. Uh, they're doing another one in September that we're going to try to 
get more of a bigger presence of Starship at. But for sure, yeah. it was uh, it was awesome. Um, they had some good guests. Jason Hughes was the big guest. Uh, I fortunately didn't get to interact with him. His line was pretty long. But overall, it was, Who was pretty, there. Um, Jason Hughes was there. They had a lot of people from the Walking Dead, uh, from the Living, Night of Living Dead. A lot of. Um, some of the other classic guests can't think off my head my head um who they all were but jason Mewes was definitely the biggest guy there um another smodco guy so um cool yeah very cool all right well uh let's not keep these people waiting anymore man let's give them what they want they're gonna hear the kill missile panel first and then they're going to hear the uh, the Amy Jo Johnson panel. So I hope everybody enjoys it. As always, this episode is brought to you by the Falling Down Beer Company, located at 10 in DeQuinder. I don't know what they're providing us at the studio because I'm not there right now. Uh, what's the beer on tap? Uh, it's Angry Beaver. It's uh, one of my favorite ones. Angry Beaver. Oh, man, that's some dangerous stuff. Awesome. <laughs> uh, this episode is also brought to you by Source Point Press and Amazon.com. And uh, that's all I got, Will. Let's, uh, let's play it, dude. All right, Jess, play the show. It's your boy, Kel Mitchell, and you're listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Come on, get on the Starship. It's going down. Yo, McKnight, let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. Ninja Star! What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Man. You are listening... And you're listening to... The Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. Our favorite podcast. It has begun! Oh yeah! Woo! I am awesome! You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. What's up everybody? This is the Ninja Starship Podcast reporting live from the floor of the Philadelphia Comic Con on day number two. I'm joined by Mr. Josh L. Hawkes and Jason Clark. This has been monumental for us. We have been panel crazy all day. Uh, Jason. Yes. How was your panels today? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I had the extreme pleasure of moderating the Gotham panel with uh, James Frain and Robin Lord-Taylor, two of the coolest guys I have ever met like really genuine down-to-earth guys who were into it to have fun. Like they were totally willing to have a great time and a great chat, and it worked out nicely, man. Yeah, yeah. they seemed like super nice guys. Dude, they were crazy nice, and they were so polite to everybody they encountered. It was unreal. Definitely the highlight of the weekend for me, man. Even though a couple other panels today did Julian Glover, which yes. was an absolute honor. Denise Crosby which was crazy because I had no idea Bing Crosby was her grandfather. What? I didn't know that. That was a pleasant surprise that came yeah. out of the panel. I had no idea. She's like, I'm third generation actor. She's like, you might have heard my grandfather. His name was Bing. And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah. White so was Christmas. Like, totally cool, man. Josh, what about yours? I spoke with Deep Roy this morning. Yeah, you kicked off the day with the panel. I kicked off the day and uh, I almost pooped once, but... 
I got over that really quick and, <laughs> and, and took it over, and it, it was fun. It was a great time. Yeah. It was, wasn't expected to talk to him whatsoever, but uh, when the opportunity came up, you jump on opportunity. it. Exactly. Hell yeah. And then you talked to Kel Mitchell. Yeah, I followed you with Kel Mitchell. I was doing the Tim Rose Admiral Akbar panel next door to your Kel Mitchell. Oh. And my God, I don't know what was going on over there, just hooting and hollering and laughing and yeah. yelling. And the, the audience participation for Kel was amazing. Right. They were all about, I mean, the line was anywhere between 15 and like 18 people. Okay. The entire panel waiting to talk. And surprisingly, they got through all the questions. Yeah, wow. we didn't have to cut anybody off. No? Uh, everybody liked the chant. Uh, I started the panel with, uh, who loves orange soda? And everyone's like, Kel loves orange soda. Yeah, we heard. And I look, <laughs> but, I, but then I look over to Kel, who's behind the curtain getting ready to come up on stage, and he just smiles and gives a thumbs up. I'm like, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. And I brought him up on stage. So it was already starting off with great energy, man. It, and that being yeah. my first panel, it, it couldn't have been, I couldn't have had a better oh, guest. Yeah, you both popped cherries today. Yes, we did. Didn't we you? did. Especially, congratulations, Josh. This has been a vocally stated goal of yours for a while, for the year. It has been. And uh, to actually talk to somebody who I was not prepared to talk to, it makes it that much cooler, actually. Yeah, I mean, you I was spur of the moment. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I was a little bummed to not be able to do the PBS hour. Yeah. Uh, but to, to have that flipped and turned immediately, that, that energy, like we've talked about before, that using the energy that, that your body gives you and, yep. and, and focusing it somewhere else. And it, it, I'm glad. You're I'm, thrown into do or die moment, and you did. Yeah, it, I wasn't and as you re- did good. <laughs> I wasn't as relaxed as the both of you guys were oh, on, on the, no, on the no, couch no, no, there. You weren't as relaxed as I was. Okay, you were probably about as relaxed as Jimmy was, but I think Jimmy's just had a it's a little bit easier time, maybe. I don't know, keeping man. Keeping it down. I, I try. Yeah, keeping it down, maybe, but. It all, it always, you know, leading up to that point was the part where it got kind of like, oh my gosh, this is, this is happening, this is happening. And then once I got on the stage, though, it was cool. It's just everything was okay. I, 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 the only thing that not having been prepared for Deep Roy is that I had no kind of introduction. Yeah, I had nothing kind of right. prepared in my head as to like, this is all what you I'm need gonna. Is s- ladies and gentlemen, whoever. Right, but I, I was thinking when I went up there and started it, I was like, do I say my name? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm Josh. I'm the moderator. Or it's not about me. Just get the guy up there. And right. I, I, I was kind of hoping he was going to sit on my lap. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Tell you Star hilarious. Wars stories and put you to sleep. Yeah, yeah. You know what reminded <laughs> me uh, when you were talking to him, and he mentioned Big Fish. And my favorite part, I think, in Big Fish is when Danny DeVito turns into the werewolf. Have you seen Big Fish? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've he seen turns, Big Fish. you know how he's the carnival leader, Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah, yeah. He turns, he into, turns a into a werewolf, werewolf at night. Right, yeah. But Deep Roy is like his, his sidekick. Right. But then when he turns into the thing, you see Deep Roy just come out of the trailer and he's like dressed like his half clown suit, but he's just got a gun. And he holds up a big giant gun and a tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> the fucking best. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Like, as you're describing Brilliant it, I'm movie. like, oh, yes. Yeah. Now I remember. Brilliant movie. He was great. He helped you along. He was there with you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, totally. And, and that was that was pleasurable because I didn't really know a whole lot about the guy until this morning. Right. I mean, I knew a couple of the things that he'd done, obviously, but yeah, I, I didn't know how short he actually was until we met him this morning. 
and yeah, like Jay was saying, it totally helped me along when I would kind of hit a skid mark or some black ice. He'd be like, hey, don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very personable guy, too. As soon as we went up to him to, to ask him about the moderation, he was already a joke oh, cracking, minute guy. Cracking jokes yeah, immediately. cracking jokes right away. Yeah, yeah, funny dude, man. And I would, I would not... Uh, would not be surprised whatsoever if you and Kel are now like friends. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that him and Kel in a room would be loud. I knew it was going to come. Yep. You guys are excitable. It was loud. It was very loud. It was loud and excitable, but it was also, there was like some camaraderie there. There was a rapport. I mean, even though you only met the dude for five minutes prior, yeah. it was enough for you guys to build enough. It's like you show that you're genuine because you watched it. You know what I mean? Like the like James and Robin thanked me after because they were like, thanks, you're obviously a fan. You obviously watch the show. Sometimes we do this and they don't even know the show. Right. And I was like, I felt bad because I haven't seen the last episode. Right. I felt bad enough. But, you know... Super good. He took pictures of my uh, James Frain as a ska fan. Oh, okay. And he noticed my little, I got a specials dancing man tattoo. Madness would use sometimes. And he's like, what's up with that? And he's taking pictures of my tattoos. Is that what he's he like, was asking you about when I they were trying to take yeah, pictures? And he took a couple yeah. pictures of my tattoos, man. <laughs> Very it was, cool. It's cool. Super cool, man. Yeah, man. I, You know, what I, what I learned with this panel stuff is... Even if you're prepared, you're not prepared. You know, you, you have to have enough in your in your memory banks to go. And I, I kind of approached it like uh, it, with a little more discipline than I do actual interviews because the way I do my interviews now, I hardly prepare. Like, I know the name of what you're doing, but that's it. I let you tell me, you know, and, and that way it, the, the I find the response is way more authentic because now I'm blown away by your idea. And it's like, oh, really? Oh, well, then what happens? And then this. With these panels, it was kind of like we have a little bit of preparation, but then, you know, fans ask stuff or this ask stuff. You have to be on, you know, you got to be on your game to keep the flow going. Right, right. Like in between people asking questions, the, the person ends, you kind of do a little follow-up while this person's coming up to the mic. And I think we all did that fairly well. Yeah, yeah, we all did a great job. Kudos to us, good human fucking us's. awesome job. You did. You did an awesome job. So did you guys. So, Thank you, man. And I would just like to say that uh, I have enjoyed taking over this convention. Yes. It's been fun. It's been fun. It has been a lot of fun. We're going gonna to have to come back next year. I never wanted to really let out the extent before it happened, but I had a feeling this would be the role we needed to fulfill. And it's worked out beautifully. And plus everything else. Artists are happy. Guests are happy. Fans are happy. And people are making money. Yes. Philadelphia, thank you. You've come out to spend, and the artists are greatly appreciating it. Like, yeah. books are flying off people's tables. It's great. Jay Fosgett just walked by the table before we started podding, and he was like, man, I've had a great day. He's like, I hope I can come back next year. This has been amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if he if he's happy about it, it's good. Oh, you yeah, know? for sure. Travis, Travis McIntyre. Yep, all the Source Point press it. guys. It's great. Sean Van, Gorm- Van Gorman, I don't know. I haven't talked to him, but I'm sure he's having fun. Sean Langley's having a good day. He's having a great day. Nice. Very he- cool. wonder how Mr. Kevin Joseph's doing over there. If we Not ask sure. him. I haven't talked to him yet. Let's find out. All right. We're That's getting over right now. Hey, Kevin Joseph. How's your day going? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Awesome. Perfect. I kind of like having, like, booth mates. Yeah, the booth mates is fun. It you is mean, fun. like, neighbors? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have neighbors. Like, 
uh, I got a, I did a Facebook Live video, and Sean Lingley popped his head into it as we're doing it. We're like, hey, how are you doing? Let's get in on you this. Know, you know, because you know how we always say we're pulling the curtain back yeah, here at POI. Yeah, literally. And he literally <laughs> pulled the curtain. It was great. <laughs> All uh, right. I'll tell you one thing. I need a tube, though. Yes, yes. We're going to go This smoke. is the longest I've been sober since the drive down here. <laughs> The long yeah. Well, these drive days, down here. you know, I have to be careful. You got to be popping. You know, yes. I didn't quite go as far as the alpha brain ingestion like you guys, <laughs> but I did kind of. I, I let the gun shit today because, you know, well, out of res- it's partly out of respect for the, your guests. For right? the guests, you need absolutely. To be on, you need to be proper. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to. You don't need to be squinty-eyed and mumbling your words and stumbling. That's true. So, you know, you know how you brought up the alpha brain thing when we were when me and Josh were in the green room eating dinner, we were like. You know what? We didn't eat anything all day, and I swear to God, that Alpha Brain is what kept us, you know, popping and, really? and on our game all day. Yeah. I was like, I almost wanted to send Joe Rogan a, a tweet and be like, thank you, because it saved That's our awesome. lives today. And I totally agree with it, because if I had gone almost five hours without food, well, not more than that. Yeah, dude, my, my brain runs on food energy, and if I don't eat every certain amount of hours, I get stupid, straight yeah. up. And especially for <laughs> someone who, who has told me several times if he doesn't eat breakfast, he, he becomes right. stupid. right. Or crazy, I think is what you said. But, yeah, Alpha Brain, sponsor us. Sponsor us, because we love you. All right, that's it from us. Day two, Philadelphia Comic Con. Uh, you guys are going to hear the Amy Jo Johnson panel and the oh, Kel yeah, Mitchin panel. Did Amy yeah, Amy Jo Johnson. Which well, he he didn't do the, he didn't do Amy Jo Johnson. You just sat no, there. I, I just no. did the panel. He did the panel. Did, did you actually panel. get any questions in? I oh, lots. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I talked to her for about 10 minutes and then opened it up to the crowd to ask and Power Ranger cool questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No awkward moments? Not one. Awesome. Not one. Oh, except for, uh, well, there was one. But we'll talk about that later. And it, it, well, no, no, no. I got to okay. do it now. We'll do it now, though. Because... I uh, a guy asked a question. Hey, there's Josh Hopple. Josh Dahlbo. Josh Dahl. Josh Dahl. Dude, you know how much Josh talking I'm doing? Josh Hopple. Just called me Josh Awful. <laughs> Which, strangely, is my juggalo name. <laughs> Josh Awful. <Yeah. laughs> whoop, whoop. That's awesome, so, man. Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, a fan asked Amy a question about uh, are you Team Cap or Team Stark? And then uh, she's like, I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't, you know, she's like, I'm kind of lame. And then he walks away, and I'm looking. I'm looking. She goes, which one do you pick? And I seen him turn around, so I'm looking at him, thinking that he's going to answer. And then I hear, Jim. And I turn around, and it's her. And I'm like, oh, me. Oh, yeah, uh, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was pretty good. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy it. Philadelphia Comic Con. Check them out online. Wait Huge- till tomorrow. Hold on. We're not done yet. Oh, this is going out tomorrow. This is going to play. Oh, you're putting this out this tomorrow. This is going out You're tonight. putting this, this out tomorrow while we're Finishing moderating up. even more. Ray Park tomorrow. You'll hear him soon on an elegant weapon. Yes. Uh, Clone Wars, Matthew uh, Wood, and uh, Tom Kane. Going to be a kick-ass thing. And our live panel. And an elegant weapon live from panel room three at three o'clock. I can't wait till you say that tomorrow over the speakers. That's going to be great. I can't wait either. You know what I'd love to be able to also say over the speakers? Excuse me while I flick my bick. (laughs) Yeah, what are we going to do about that? We got got a pen. We'll see what happens. Why not? Why not? We could still flick bicks. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, the the flicking of the big must have purpose. Yes, I guess guess you're right. Let's go give it some purpose. Yes. (laughs) All right, we're out of here. Thank <laughs> you.
games that we make on the show on the sitcom are actually downloadable for kids in real life. So right after the show, they can download it and everything. Uh, so interactive cool. audience. Interactive yeah, audience, that's man. Amazing. It's the first for Nickelodeon, man. It's doing very well. We got picked up for our second season. The first season was oh, through the congratulations. roof. Congratulations. Great ratings. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. <laughs> so what made you want to come back to Nick? Um, I did a show called uh, Sam and Cat. Uh, I guest starred on there with uh, Ariana Grande and Jeanette McCurdy. And uh, I played a, a, a rapper on that one. <laughs> and uh, Dan Schneider, uh, you know, Snyder's Bakery, uh, he does all amazing shows. He worked on all that, Keenan and Kill. Mm-hmm. And uh, we worked together again on Sam and Cat, and it was so much fun, man. And we are like, we got to do this again. We got to do right. something. So uh, he did Game Shakers kind of based on that character, man. And so, hey, <laughs> we're back at it. And, you know, and I said if I was going to go back to Nickelodeon and do another show, I definitely wanted to do it with Dan. And right. that, he's such a powerhouse. And, uh, you know, we had, we had a great time in the 90s. And if you love the 90s show, you'll love this show, too. I mean, it has that uh, physical comedy that I brought in the 90s. Uh, we're doing it now for a whole other generation. And it's crazy because now I have, like, Moms and dads coming up to me going, yo, I know you from the 90s. And then their kid is like, it's double G. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so uh, it's fun. Like the whole family uh, is loving my work, man. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. People <laughs> kind of, they, they go nuts for 90s nostalgia. They really, really do. Yeah, man. You were, you were such a big star then. And even now, I mean, how does it feel to reach a whole new generation of kids? <laughs> it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Like, yeah, the kids now, they don't even mention uh, like Good Burger, you know what I mean, or oh, anything right, like right. that. Like they know Double G. It's like hilarious. And then, then you have the parents that are introducing them to all that in Keenan and Kel. So then, when you do get a kid, and it's like you weren't even born when that happened, right. and they're like Good Burger, Keenan and Kel. My my dad put me onto it, so it's pretty cool. Right yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of all that, you just had an all that reunion. Yes. Yeah. How was uh, how was working with everybody again? <laughs> it was awesome, man. Uh, and it was funny because a lot of fans were like upset because they thought it was gonna be like us in the character and the outfits and sketches. But it was more of like a roundtable of us like on the orange couch, kind of kicking it, talking about behind the scenes. Orange couch. Yeah. <laughs> you guys watch Snick Snick Saturday Nickelodeon. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, we were on the couch with uh, Danny Tamborelli, Keenan. Um, who else was on there? Josh. Josh was on there as well. Uh, and it was just a lot of fun, man. We were sitting there, and Lori Beth Denberg was on there, too. And we were just talking about the old days and Earboy and Piece of Face and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all that. Yeah. <laughs> all that fun stuff. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Well, like, Good Burger <laughs> has really gone on to get a whole life of its own. I mean, yes. uh, you were on Jimmy Fallon hey. doing a, a Good Burger sketch, which was absolutely <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my next question. Like, okay. when, when, uh, how, do you, how do you prepare for a role like Ed? Because, <laughs> I mean, was it, was it just improv? Were you, were you coached? Or did it just kind of come to you? Um, it was a lot of improv. And that's what I do like about all that. Like, uh, they allowed us to be able to ad-lib and do a lot of improv, on, even on Keenan and Kill as well. Uh, their main rule was, okay, do it your way first. I mean, the way we wrote it first. And then after that, you guys can just have fun with it. Very you cool. know, so we just had a lot of, lot of fun with it. I think when I saw the Good Burger wig, uh, that's where it all started. You know, like first it was just Ed, the Good Burger guy, but I felt like he needed something else. And so I saw this Millie Vanilli wig and this <laughs> Brandy wig sitting right there. And I put that on and it just came to life, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. Did you did you uh, like like the, the, the grape nose boy? Was that just kind of on the spot? Let's just and the bloobity bloobity. No. That, oh, man, that was all Dan. I don't know where he came up with that. He was like, <laughs> he was like, put grapes in your nose and go bloobity bloobity blue. I was. 
Okay, I don't know what you. <laughs> That's great, man. <laughs> like, what are you thinking about? That's hilarious. But it blew up. Like, I get people coming up to me at grocery stores, following me around with grapes in their noses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Kel, it's grape nose boy. Blue, bitty, blue, bitty, you know. <laughs> Put it in their mouth. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's turn it over to some Q and A from the audience. If you guys have questions, uh, I believe that mic is hot. Please, uh, you know, come up there, ask ask Cal some questions. The mic is hot. It is hot, it's ready on to fire. go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> it's not on. It's not on. Uh oh. I lied. I'm sorry. Mic check. One, two, one. <laughs> Go what ahead. was your favorite scene in Good Burger? My favorite scene in Good Burger. Um, oh, there's so many fun scenes in that movie. Uh, the rollerblades, uh, the opening scene. I like riding on the rollerblades. That was a lot of fun. I did a lot of my rollerblade stunts <laughs> myself, so that was cool. Um, what was the other one? Uh, the strawberry jacuzzi. <laughs> I like that because it was fun and weird at the same time. Just because of the mere fact that it really wasn't a strawberry jacuzzi, it was like a PA, an assistant that was sitting there like scooping out like strawberry out of a bucket and then me going, Woo! So it, it looked like I was inside of a strawberry jacuzzi, but I really wasn't. But um, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and of course, the, the dancing in the asylum with George Clinton and Funkadelic like that, now that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Great question. <laughs> now my turn. Okay. After drinking so much orange soda on Cannon and Cal, did you get sick of it after a while? <laughs> um, I mean, it was a lot of orange soda. You know, it could turn, could turn your insides orange, you know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, as a kid, you know, of course, we love soda and, and pop and all that stuff like that. But uh, now I drink, you know, water. You know, smoothies, you know, <laughs> a lot healthier. But stay healthy. when I was got to stay healthy, man. So uh, but younger, yeah, I did drink a lot of it, you know, but it's a lot of fructose and syrup in that. So, you know, you got to drink some water, kids. <laughs> Thank you. No doubt. What was your favorite uh, moment on all that and Keenan and Kel? Whoa. Uh, on all that, I would say, I mean, a lot of the fun stuff was like the behind the scenes stuff. I think that was the funniest. I mean, of course, working with the musical guests, you know, like Aaliyah and uh, seeing Usher perform for the first time, TLC, Spice Girls. I mean, we've had some of everybody on there. But I think, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff was really funny. Like, I have a memory of uh, Keenan and I playing Mavis and Clavis. Y'all remember Mavis and Clavis? And, uh, <laughs> and we were uh, at the back of the Universal Studios lot because uh, that's where we used to shoot in Florida. And uh, we were on a lot, and I don't know if you've ever been to Florida to the Universal lot, but they take you on the tram and take you on a tour. And we took a golf cart back there. You're not supposed to do that, right? <laughs> so we took a golf cart back there, and we're riding in the back of Universal, and we see the Psycho House and all this cool stuff, and all of a sudden some water started coming around the cart, and we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And we were smack dab in the Jaws exhibit right there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear Universal Security comes, they're coming up and it was so good though we improved so well that they wrote us up as two old men like it was so funny <laughs> we we're just like well we didn't know we went the wrong way i don't know what's happening i don't <laughs> it got a, but it's memories like that that you know i will forever remember you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you no doubt <laughs> hi 
Um, so uh, my question is about your relationship with uh, Keenan. Has it always been like it's been on the show, really like best friends since the yeah. beginning? Yeah, since the beginning. I mean, when uh, when we shot all that, uh, we, me and Keenan were just talking about this recently. I remember the first time I met Keenan, uh, he had done Mighty Ducks and uh, all these other shows, heavyweights and all that stuff. And I remember uh, he was in like his D2 outfit, like Mighty Ducks outfit and rollerblades. And all the other kids are waiting to get picked up to do all that. And he comes in in his rollerblades and like slides and does like a whole little knuckle puck move. <laughs> like it was crazy. And I was like, I'm going to hang out with that kid right there, you know. You know, it were two black guys on the show, so that helped, you know. <laughs> we, we related in that way, so. Uh, but it was awesome, you know. Uh, it, it, the reason they created Keenan and Kel was because of the fact that they used to watch us behind the scenes and how we hung out and how much fun we used to have. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, of all the characters that you played on uh, all that, which was your favorite? Oh, which was my favorite? I really like Coach Creighton. Coach Creighton because he got to yell at kids and <laughs> die. Shut up! Get out of here! You know, that was fun, and that was actually based on a character. Uh, well, a real guy. <laughs> One of my coaches at my school. He was just mad all the time. Didn't matter. Like it'd be Valentine's Day, and everybody's like, "It's Valentine's. I love everybody." You come in the gym, he's like, "No love here. Shut up!" And he hits you with a volleyball, like "Bow!" in your head. So it's kind of based on him. So <laughs> it was fun to play that character. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Did you pull a lot of influence from people in your real life for your characters? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Like, my audition was full of, like, people. I'm, I'm from Chicago. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, people that I met, like, on the L, on the subway, you know, stuff like that. And then my, my uncles and, uh, you know, just all kind of teachers and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> who, who won the contest? Who won the contest on, on, on what's your, what's your episode? Of Game Shakers? Good Burger. Who won the contest? Which episode was that? Okay. Oh, well, Good Burger won. Between Good Burger and Mondo Burger, because Mondo Burger, if you saw the, did you watch it to the end? Oh, well, that's what you. you I will. <laughs> you gotta watch it to the end, because let me tell you, it's a really fun part, right? And since you saw it already, you can forward it now to the end. Okay? I took, like, this triampathol, the poison that they were using, and I poured it inside of, like, where the meat is made. And it made the burgers get gigantic, really, really big, like dinosaur size. And it ended up, like, knocking everything over in Mondo Burger. And Mondo Burger actually ended up blowing up. And, and people had to run out of there. So there's no more Mondo Burger. And we won. It was <laughs> You got to check it out, though. You got to see it. And then we, we sung, and we was like, Kirk got a jam. Kirk got a jam. <laughs> that all happened. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. What was the hardest scene you had to film in Game Shakers? Ooh, the hardest scene I had to film in Game Shakers. This is awesome, because I just went from Good Burger to Game Shakers. See, see what I'm saying? Um, uh, hardest scene. Oh, the Christmas episode. Did you see that one? With Reggae Potato? <laughs> For you all that didn't see that, uh, uh, Double G, my character, has a Christmas special, and I'm singing all these crazy songs and playing characters in the Christmas special, and I play this one character called Reggae Potato, because Santa Claus can't deliver gifts anymore, so they call Reggae Potato, 
and he sings this whole song. It's hilarious, but I'm in a potato suit. But um, on my special, I, my hair ends up getting on fire from the pyrotechnics, and it gets on fire, and I have to scream the entire episode, and my hair is on fire the whole entire episode. So that was a little crazy, because I had to scream for like three days straight and like <laughs> run around. So that was pretty crazy. <laughs> Hey, 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 got a lollipop. <laughs> I, I'm being Gabriel from Supernatural, so I have a huge bag of candy. Okay, there it is. I was just wondering if you could say the welcome to Good Burger thing. Uh-oh. Here we go, here we go. Get your phones out. <laughs> Last time I did that, I had a pad on here. like, wait! My Hold God, on, I'm getting mine. Snapchat. I ain't missing this either. <laughs> I got to get it on Snapchat. You ready? You ready? Okay. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? (laughs) 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 Comic-Con, Philadelphia. Lollipops. (laughs) Candy. Supernatural. Thank you. Hey, man. How are you? What's up? Oh, good. I loved you on all that. Thank you. I loved you on Keenan and Cal. Thank you. What was your funniest moment on Mystery Men? Ooh. <laughs> Mystery man. You you had some awesome actors that you worked with. So uh, I need to know this. Come on. Ben Stiller, <laughs> uh, Janine Garofalo, Paul Rubens. I mean, the list. Hank Azaria, William Macy. I mean, it was awesome. It was like being all-star on All-Star cast. Yeah, come on. It was yeah. like being on an all-star team. Um, the, okay. One of the, I, it's a lot of good memories from that. One is if you know Paul Rubens, Pee Wee, Paul Rubens. Uh, I was a huge fan of his, uh, but it was funny. Every time it was lunch, he had this scooter that he would ride around on uh, that was kind of blinged out. And when it was lunchtime, we all had our own, like, you know, trailers and personal trailers. He would come and, like, knock on our doors like Pee Wee and go, lunch is ready. <laughs> and, like, just kind of ride off. <laughs> and that was very funny. That was funny for me. Um, and then, then the other one was, if you know Invisible Boy, because I, I talked to Ben about that, I was the only one that actually had the superpower, and I, and I did go invisible. Right, right. But when I came back, I was naked, right? <laughs> yeah. So when I read that in the script, I was like, I got to get naked in front of everybody? And they're like, yes, you got to get naked in front of everybody. But you're invisible. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. But And so they told me, Kel, don't worry about it. Like, on the day of the shoot, nobody's going to be in there. They lied. <laughs> like, everybody was there. Like, you just... Cameras out. <laughs> you saw people. It was funny. But it was crazy. I mean, I, did, I wasn't full out, though. Like, I had, like, this same color you, you were skin. Half in. You were yeah, half I was in. a skin. It was like a skin thong thing I had to wear. It was hilarious. You know? Still. It was, <laughs> it was awkward, though. It was awkward. That's awesome. Thank you so much. No Appreciate problem. No problem. <laughs> Hi. Uh, since you mentioned you grew up in Chicago, hey. I suddenly remembered that Keenan and Kel was set in Chicago. Yes, sir. Do you have anything to do with that? <laughs> I think the writers, like, I think they really enjoyed uh, Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, they just like the, the style of it and everything. And uh, uh, they took a lot from Keenan and I both. You know, like, even uh, Keenan's little sister. Uh, I had my baby sister name was Kyra, which was hilarious. So they liked her name, so they put they named her Kyra as well on the show, which is hilarious. Which was weird though, because then having Kyra like me and it was my little sister, it was kind of strange. Yeah. With the, with, the <laughs> na- with the name, you know what I mean? But they they thought my little sister's name was cool, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. 
I seem to remember that the Bulls were huge back then, too. Oh, come on now. The 90s Bulls, Michael Jordan, Rodman. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Hey, Clavis. Wake up. The show is over. Oh, yeah. Kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your most favorite and least favorite person that you've worked with? Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Get deep. I know, right? Um, favorite person to work with? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I've, 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 you know, I've worked with so many great, amazing actors and actresses. Uh, I'll say, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll say, we'll say Keenan because it's fun working with Keenan. Because, I mean, like, when the two of us get together, like, we got this, uh, you all know about Fandango? Fandango. So we just shot this uh, Fandango commercial. He plays Miles Move. And uh, we, we shot these, like, very hilarious, like, Fandango segments that are going to come out next month. Awesome. And so uh, when we did that together again, I mean, we were just cracking up on set and just, you know, the chemistry's there. So I think uh, I would definitely say that, you know, least favorite. <laughs> I like everybody. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I like everybody. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. There are some, you know, wild people out there oh, yeah, <laughs> in LA sure. that are just hilarious, but I like everybody. I'm the kind of dude where it's like I'm just always happy and try to make people happy. And if you're in a bad mood, I'm going to make you laugh and make you happy some type of way. Bring the positive. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring the positive. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Hey. Sorry. Can you guys hear me? Okay? All right. So we're at Comic-Con, so I thought I'd ask you a comic question. Oh, oh, oh. So if you were to be cast in the Marvel or DC Cinematic Universe, who would you like to play? Oh. Oh. That's a good one. You know what? I'm going to say, uh, you know what? Because I've been saying this at a lot of the, the, the cons. I want to play Static Shock, man. There you go. Yeah, man. I think I would kill that. that, that we need to get a petition signing going on. Yeah, man, let's get it. Let's get it going, man. I think that'd be awesome, man. I'd be fun to do that, you know. And then, uh, you know, of course, I love Batman, but uh, <laughs> Static Shock, man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, bro. I don't know if he liked that answer. He was like, "What?" Static. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. Huh? How's it going? Good, man. Good. So, uh, considering you were in Good Burger, what's the best burger you've had to date in your memory? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Good Burger really set that standard, you know? Yeah. Oh, I've been wondering yeah. this for years. So years. Really, you know, I've, ta- I've had a lot of burgers in my life. Uh, it's funny, because me and my wife, uh, we crack up all the time. Like, when I go to burger places, I get free burgers. Yeah, doesn't matter. Just because I was in Good Burger, people were like, "Yo, dude, get whatever you want on the menu." And so uh, it's funny. It, I had a it's this place called B and R Burger uh, in Hawthorne, in California. That's really really good. Um, there's this place called uh, Oh man, what is the name of that? Uh, Ashland Hill in California too. That's really really good burger. Uh, and then you know, of course, fast food ones. If you go to In and Out, yeah. you know, that's the one, man. In and Out Burger. Uh, come on. <laughs> And I'll tell you something. The In-N-Out sauce tastes just like Good Burger sauce. Nice. Yeah. They stole, they stole it from us. Huh? What, the Good Burgers? They were real burgers in the movie. They were. We were eating. We were eating and, the, and that sauce was good. Like, I really made that sauce. Like, it was serious. It was good. Well, thank you. Back to th- no problem, brother. 
what's a what's a good burger in Philly? What's a what's a really good burger? Somebody shout it out. They're all vegetarians here. There's a <laughs> we do cheesesteaks. Of course you do. I love Philly cheesesteaks. They're so good. Oh, man. I had like three of those one time when I came here. At um, once? Yeah. We were acting crazy. It was me and my manager, and we were very loud and eating Philly cheesesteaks. And that put me in a food coma. <laughs> I know. We, were, like, oh, we, we were. We couldn't walk back to the hotel. <laughs> but so happy because it was so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Supergirl, <laughs> what's up? Hi, I, w- <laughs> I was wondering if you could do the the I'm a dude song from Good Burger. Really? You want you want that right now? We're gonna do it. Okay. <clears throat> it's time to put our times behind. Get all the bad things off your mind. He's feeling good. She's feeling good. We're feeling good. Yeah. Just hanging out. Just having fun. We're number one. Just hanging out. Just having fun. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude. We're all dudes. Hey! <laughs> that was yeah. awesome. Yeah! Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Looks like I'm the last question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just wondering uh, what your fa- who your favorite character was on all that that you didn't play. Ooh, that's a good one. That I didn't play? That you did not play. Oh, uh, one of the other characters. Uh, Super Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. And uh, Keenan, he didn't know that I liked Super. He was like, what? Are all my characters you thought Super? But Super, it's hilarious. A lactose intolerant superhero. <laughs> right. Genius. Impervious you, to you all throw but milk. throw milk on him and he freaks out. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, that was a very, very funny. I would have loved to do that. That was funny. <laughs> Hi. Can we just hear you say, I love orange soda? I do, I do, I do. Well, you got to do it with me. You got to say, who loves orange soda? You ready? Yep. Who loves orange soda? Kale loves orange soda. <laughs> you got to say, is it true? It's true? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do. Oh. All right. I don't know what that Thank is. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah. No questions? Everybody else? That's it. Don't be scared. Yeah, it's don't a, be scared. It's a party. We're up. a family. We got some new people came in. What's happening? It's well, place. I was thinking about it. Uh, how yeah. did you guys get approached for, for Keenan and Kel as its own show? Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, we were doing well and all that. The sketches were doing, doing amazing. And then uh, I remember the writers took uh, us in a room, like one of these, like, uh, one of the small dressing rooms, and our moms were there, too. <laughs> they were like, okay, look. Keenan and Kel are going to stay while everybody else goes back on hiatus and has, have a break. And we're going to shoot a pilot for the Keenan and Kel show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be based on you guys. At the time, they didn't know it was going to be called Keenan and Kel. And they were just like, but we're going to do the show based on the two of you. And it's a sitcom style show. And we're like, yeah. So we got to stay. And I remember we didn't have the name just yet after we shot it. Mm-hmm. And I remember everybody was at dinner. And we're trying to figure it out at a restaurant. And they had this list of names. Like, Keenan and Kel could have been called These Two Guys. It was crazy. Like, it was, <laughs> it was all these crazy names on there. Uh, and then one of the writers, out of nowhere, I remember he was eating, he was just like, just call the show Keenan and Kel. 
Right. And it just it blew up. And it was just like this amazing thing. We're like, yeah, let's do it. And it was crazy. Was there any animosity at all from the other uh, all that cast members that you guys kind of <laughs> got the spotlight from that? I or? don't know. If it was, they didn't they didn't let us know that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it was. But uh it was I mean it was it was just really cool to be able and then you know, some of them even um guest starred on the show as well. Like right. Josh came on there a lot of times and played with us on the show on King and Kale too. And there were two uh, different types of shows, which I really dig. Like all that was very sketch comedy. And then, you know, King and Kale was like some of your best sitcoms, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, man. So uh, I just really enjoyed it, man. It was fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got more questions. Go hey. Ahead. Go ahead. Hey. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? What was April Girl like? April oh, Abe. Oh, rest in peace, Abe. Make some noise for Abe Pagoda. Amazing, amazing actor, godfather. You know, he's just, uh, he's just awesome. And, I mean, for him, uh, being such an amazing actor and being able to play such a funny role in Good Burger, <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Yeah. And he's, he seemed so young. Like, we had to jump over a wall in one of the scenes and, you know, to get away and before we got an ice cream truck. He was all about it. You know what right I mean? There. Like he's just—he was a great guy, man, and uh, just a lot of fun. And it was—it was fun to be able to work with such a, uh, a iconic actor like yeah. him, man. It was just awesome, man. So I know he's up in heaven having a good time right now. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> definitely. Uh, one uh, one more question. Uh, actually, is there any chance for a Keenan and Kel reunion special? Oh, ooh! You know, the Splat did a. Uh, a survey on that. They were like, what's the next one you want to see? And people were like, Keenan and Kale. So we should do a Keenan and Kale reunion. We all still hang out. You know, uh, I think that'd be awesome. We all uh, keep in touch. Ken Forey, who's awesome, you know, uh, played Keenan's father. And he's also like the horror king. He's been in all horror movies. If you like horror movies, he's been in everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, we should definitely do that. And uh, yeah. can I also get another Who Loves Orange Soda? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Did you get it? Cause I no, I was just going to, I was curious if I could ask you. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Yes, I do. Thank you. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Hello. Hey. What's it like getting slimed? Well, Pink Ranger. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, it's but when it happens over a thousand times, it gets a little weird. Because uh, I got slimed a lot, uh, like crazy, and uh, it it tastes like applesauce a little, you know, <laughs> like if applesauce was out for a while it, it, out on the kitchen counter and uh, green and green. <laughs> uh, Is it cold? It's it's very cold. It's always cold. I don't understand that. Um, and then it's very sticky, and it takes a long time to get off. You're going to need a loofah. It takes a while to get off. It gets everywhere in places that you don't want it to get to. <laughs> Somehow seeps in there. It's ridiculous. But, uh, but yeah, and what's funny is we just, because kids, the, you know, I'm on Nickelodeon now, and the kids of this generation were upset. They were like, everybody in the 90s got slimed. Why haven't we got slime? We want slime back. So we brought slime back, and I just shot this Olympics <laughs> uh, if you want to call it that. It's called the Slime Cup. And we have <laughs> the Slime Cup, and we have all the actors from Nickelodeon currently doing all these crazy uh, just competitions. But it's slime involved everywhere. <laughs> like, it's, it was all over the place. But that slime was hot because we filmed it outside, and it was 88 degrees, 
and they happen to just let the slime just chill in these big vats, and it was very warm. So think of acid, <laughs> acid slime. <laughs> awesome, thank you. I'm sorry, I have a lot of stories about slime. I'm oh, so it's sorry. It's all good. Talk for hours. We're good. <laughs> thank you. No problem. Okay, so if you could play any other TV character out there, who would you pe- play and why? Ooh, any other TV character like TV show? Oh, I love so many TV shows. Uh, I can even go back to Happy Days. You know, I like Funzy. When I was a little kid, I used to watch the reruns and stuff like that. I used to wear a leather jacket. None of my friends understood it. I dressed like I was from the 50s. I was just like, and I used to do a thumbs up all the time. Did you ever try to fix stuff by hitting it? Man, dude, all the time, man. I used to take a radio and go. (laughs) I love it. And then. It um, works sometimes. It does. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air to play Fresh Prince, but that would be odd because he was Fresh Prince. But that was a great show. I did. I love that show. Yeah. And Ren from Ren and Stimpy. That would have been awesome. <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's up, brother? Hey, um, I sent that picture to my mom yesterday that you took with me. And she, she, my brother and my mom damn near fell on the floor. Oh, that's so they, cool. They loved it. They loved it. That's awesome. Um, but also, everybody on Facebook loved it, too. So <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to ask about. A lot of people don't remember the Steve Harvey show. Yeah, when man. you and Keenan were on Steve Harvey's show. Yeah. Um, and you guys did that song, When the Funk Hits the Fan. All the people want to jam. It's Come time on, to get, get funky. funky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what was that like being on Steve Harvey? And then they brought Lori Bethan on the Steve Harvey show. They too. sure did. Yeah. What yeah. was that like just seeing, uh, you know, your cast members on Steve Harvey's show? And man, um... Working with Steve, first of all, Steve Harvey is an amazing, amazing guy. Uh, y'all watch Little Big Shots? Great show. Y'all need to check that out. It's the new show. But uh, I remember when Keenan and I uh, came to L.A. because we're shooting in Florida for all that. We came to L.A. like Cedric, the entertainer, and Steve Harvey kind of took us under their wings. We were like, they were like our older brothers and almost like an older version of us. You know what I mean? Like you had Steve and then you had uh, uh, Cedric was like Keenan. <laughs> and it was funny. And so uh, even on the show, they kind of spent with that because of the fact that we, they played our big brothers on the show. So uh, that was awesome, man. I, I just had a, a great time working on that. And then to see uh, LDB, <laughs> so, uh, Lori Beth Denberg, you could see her on there, man. That was just fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it like working with Dan Schneider? Oh, dude, it's, Dan is awesome, man. He's a genius. The stuff that he comes up with, you know, uh, he, he writes shows at, at once. Like, he's doing Game Shakers and Henry Danger, and you always see him, like, writing and, like, telling people what to do at the same time. He's an amazing multitasker. Uh, and he's just awesome. I always tell people, like, me and him getting back together is like getting Eminem and Dr. Dre back together. Like, it's, it's, been, it's been awesome, you know? All right. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no doubt. Back again. Yeah. Would, would you ever be open to doing a Good Burger sequel? <laughs> Yeah, we got we got some things in the works, man. Yeah, yeah. Keep your eyes out. That Keep just your eyes made out. My day. Keep Thank your you. eyes out. <laughs> hey, in the uh, the Keenan and Kel movie, did yeah. that monkey actually play the piano? <laughs> did the monkey actually? And two heads are better than none. Yeah. He did sit there. He said he was he was there and he was hitting the keys. Well, I, I, did I it sound good? No. Wonder, but. 
<laughs> no, he was like. <laughs> so he tried. He tried. He tried. Okay. He did. He was an actor, you know. He was great monkey, though. He did some amazing stuff in that. Yeah, yeah. All the animals that they bring on, they start giving their resume, and I'm like, really? What? He was in that? Right. You were in Outbreak? What are you? Yeah, <laughs> we have time for one more question. Uh, who wants it? Yes. Bad girl. Okay. What was in the Game Shakers company? Who's your favorite kid? Duh, oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get back to set and you're gonna oh, like, I know they're like I saw you in that Philly <laughs> Comic Con video I love all of them I love all the, all the kids are amazing and fun you know shout out to all the kids like they're, they're just they're just great I'll have a blast who's your who's your favorite character on Game Shakers babe babe mm-hmm. okay alright I'll let her know you like Cree I'll tell Cree that's her real name <laughs> I'll tell. thank you no doubt <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Cal Mitchell. <laughs> nice meeting y'all. <laughs> God bless. In a world where podcasts are here one day and gone the next, the people call on one man to bring them a show that would save the planet as we know it. This is not that guy from podcast detroit and the points of interest podcast network comes a show that talks about power rangers the macho man randy savage movies and tv shows comic books and more brought to you by the host with the most jimmy mcknight the ninja starship with jimmy mcknight is live five o'clock on sundays on podcast detroit Email the show, ninjastarpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to the Ninja Starship. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 2016 Great Philadelphia Comic-Con Amy Jo Johnson panel. I just have one question for everybody. What time is it? I said, what time is it? Ladies and gentlemen, may I present Amy Jo Johnson. Hello. Are you guys cold? Oh, I'm a little bit chilly. Hi, Stacy and Kira. Where's John Buenos? Hey, there he is. He's arriving. Sorry, these are my buddies. You guys are all my buddies, but these guys I know from stage at shows and stuff. Anyway, I'll let them. No, you're good. No problem. <laughs> so you've kind of made the transition now from in front of the camera to behind the camera. How has that, that been for you? Is, is, is there a hard adjustment, or was, did you kind of take right to it? You know, I, I always wanted to direct um, for years and years, but I never had the, the courage, I guess, to do it. Um, way even before Flashpoint, I had already been writing stuff and really hoping that 
you know, someday I would direct, but never feeling comfortable enough to actually make the leap in doing it. And then when I finished doing Flashpoint, which is a, a cop show in, um, in Toronto, what's that? Other room noise. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I get very distracted very easily. Okay. Um, I, uh, um, as soon as I finished Flashpoint in 2012, I was like, okay, you know what? Now's the time. Now I'm going to just jump into this and start directing and writing. And a, lo a lot of the reason why was because being a, a woman and being an actress and getting older, I was like, okay, you know what? This is, I'm, I'm kind of done and tired of worrying about what I look like. Like, I'm just not into that anymore. And being a director, I don't even have to worry about what I look like. I'm like and then as soon as I started directing, I was like, oh my God, I, and I love it. And I, I feel like I'm actually pretty good at it. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, yeah, it's been a fun transition. What's, uh, what's your latest project that you're working on? So I've done three short films. Um, the first was called Bent. And I think you can find it online pretty, pretty soon. I'm just going to put it out there on YouTube. Um, and then my second short film is called Lines. Um, and then I did another little teaser called... Um, called Shooting Blanks. Dun dun. <laughs> it's about a guy who, um, is, he's actually in a fertility clinic and he's with his wife and he's trying to get a, a sample. <laughs> That's literally the whole first three minutes is him like getting a sample and he can't, so then he calls his wife in to help him out. Anyway. I was listening, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> So she helps him out. And anyway, so that was called Shooting Blanks. And that was sort of a, a teaser little prequel to my first feature film that I've just completed. And that's called The Space Between. Yay! John Buenos is wearing the t-shirt. Woohoo! Um, and so, yeah, so we shot that last summer in July. And, um, and we just finished, uh, like, editing it and doing all that and then now we're submitting it to festivals which I'm finding out is a bit of a painful process because you kind of throw it out there and see where it lands and we kind of threw it out to the moon <laughs> and we're not landing on the moon like we threw it out to Sundance and to like all these huge festivals but anyway we'll see we'll see where we land and then I'm hoping next year, in, um, probably in January, starting in January, I want to do a bit of a, a Comic-Con tour with the film. Um, but we have to go through the festivals first because you cannot, at a festival, screen a movie publicly for people while you're going through the festival route. So we have to wait till our festival circuit is done. And then I, me and Jessica, my producing partner, are just going to go on tour and do a bunch of comic cons and see you guys and then wouldn't it be fun if then tonight we all go to a movie theater and watch the movie yes yes i would love that anyway so it's a real it's like a it's a indie comedy the the movie the space between and it's about a guy who discovers that his wife um that his baby is not his own and that his wife has taken his infertility into her own hands and he um Anyway, he sleeps with the busboy at work. Or she, she sleeps with the busboy at work. Hey. <laughs> That's a different movie. Um, and, but, but he's a university student with red hair. 
And so the beginning of the movie, it starts off with them. It's like a road trip movie, a little bit like Little Miss Sunshine sort of vein to it. So you mentioned that you were uh, in Toronto for Flashpoint. Yes. How, how was your experience in Toronto? I loved it. You know, I moved to Montreal in 2005. Am I boring, you guys? No, I'm kidding. You can go. Um, <laughs> they're like, what the hell are they talking about? Bye. <laughs> That's okay. Was it, was it what? It was the fertility stuff? Was it the shooting blank? Was I making you feel uncomfortable? Come back. They just sold that guy out. I they were like, it's his fault. I won't talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Um, anyway, I moved to Montreal in 2005. I was kind of done with Los Angeles. And then I got Flashpoint in 2007, I think. And that brought me to Toronto. And then when I got to Toronto, I was like, oh, okay, this... This feels like home, and I, I love Toronto. I and love that's where there. you live now. That's where I live now. Awesome. I, I love it. I find it an amazing, nurturing city to um, become a filmmaker in. I saw the video that you did with uh, Toronto Batman, where you were in your Pink Ranger suit and you played your songs. On I did. That was, was a little that? bit crazy. So last year, for the space between, I did an Indiegogo, um, which is crowdfunding. Are there, is anybody here besides these three that I know that and that were part of the Indiegogo campaign? Yay! Oh, right. Michael and, yeah. Anyway, so I did a crowd, I raised the money for the space between on Indiegogo.com and we sold perks, but anyway, so when we got to 75,000 was my goal. I said if I reached the goal, actually David Yost, the Blue Ranger, you all know him, um, he dared me to put my Pink Ranger costume on and go and busk, because I'm a singer-songwriter as well, to go busk in the middle of um, Dundas. And where was I? Young and Dundas, which is like basically Times Square of Toronto. So we reached 75,000. Hear what? I don't have a guitar. Anybody have a guitar? Anyway, I, sa I sang a bunch of songs. So I didn't have a costume. So I like, I put it on line. I'm like, hey, you guys, I need a costume. I need a ranger suit, right? So this girl, like, out of the woodwork from Toronto, happened to have a pink ranger suit. I met her, and I put on the suit. And guys, I went to the corner of Young and Dundas, and I bust in spandex. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to open this up to Q&A now. So if you guys have questions for Amy, there's a hot mic right there. Please form a line and feel free. Go ahead right up there, sir. Everybody follow that guy. Go ahead. Oh. Well, it's not really a question, but okay. I do know where your, your suit is. Which suit? Oh, the, oh, yeah. I think it's a Planet Hollywood, right? Uh, nope. Oh, where? It's at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Oh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. I don't think they were going to let me borrow it. I'm sure. they. It's, it's boxed in a glass. I know. I actually wish I stole it when I left the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That would have been smart. Well, I don't I wasn't know. thinking ahead. Yeah. Well, it's not the original one. Uh, let's see. That one's at the ho Disney Hollywood. Holly where is it? Disney's Hollywood Studios. Disney's it's not, Hollywood Studios. I know. It's, it's not MGM anymore. No. Uh, oh, there is something else I would like to ask. Yes. Your favorite episode? 
Of the Power Rangers? Yes. Okay. Uh, just to be clear. Um, probably one of the ones I did with David Yost, either Switching Places mm. or... I like that one. Or... Um, the Punks? Or Power Punks. Yeah, that was the other one I liked, too. Um, and, and your favorite monster? Oh. Was there a Guitardo? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I guess that's the only... Oh, and then there was a giant flower that was trying to, like, hurt me. Was there? flower. Plow... Bloom of Doom or something like that, right? Wasn't there? Wasn't... I don't know. Yep. Okay. Nice to meet you. you. Bye. Hi, Amy. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good. So, I kind of had this question. The other night, I was watching a movie, The Expendables, you know, the action movie with Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Willis. Yeah. And I kind of thought, if you got a role where it was all female Expendable cast and someone gave you the role, would you take it? And if you did, who would you want to co-star with? Oh. Oh. Um... So would I take a role in that movie? Like all female expendables. Cast. Of course, absolutely, one hundred percent. And then, like my dream woman to yeah. work with. Yeah, if you had, if Do you, you think Meryl Streep would be in it? <laughs> yeah, she could play Stallone's character. <laughs> right? That yeah, would be amazing. Me, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be her. Uh, Julia Roberts, love her. Um, four or five. Um. Top five favorite actresses. Go. <laughs> I don't even know who else. I don't know. Well, that would, oh, the only one uh, I, is Karen. And then I worked with Kat a little bit. Other than that, I didn't work with any other women, right? A twee, but she's no longer with us. Yeah. Anyway, good question. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Hi, Juge. My sister back there. I have two uh, very short questions. Uh, yep. First one was at the series finale of Flashpoint. Yes. Your character, yeah. uh, it implied uh, that she might not have stayed uh, in that job. Did she? Do you think that she like retired, or did did they allude to that in the in the show? Um, did they allude to that? Kind of like so. If I had to write it and say sure, we kept yeah, going, yeah. What did you think? Um, I guess pro- she probably did, right? Yeah, because she had the kids, so she, yeah, yeah. But no, but she probably stayed with the job, oh, right? I mean, I don't know. They like, left it pretty vague. So. They left it vague. I mean, the only thing that comes to play in my head for that for that is just if Sam and Jules are both having such a dangerous job and they have a child and what if something happens to both of them, right? So maybe one should, maybe Sam should quit. Yeah. Why not? Well, why just, not, right? Well, he just got that promotion, so, you know, money, but yeah. um, my second... Well, I think Jules became Sarge. <laughs> I think that would have been perfect for the character. You know, yeah. she'd been pushing for it longer. And second quick question, I read uh, Power Ranger related was, I read that you did not like the Pink Ranger because you weren't a big fan of pink. I did not like the Pink Ranger? Pink color. The oh, color the pink, pink color. No, I think, um, like, right when I finished the show, which was, that was, like, 1995, around then, I think. Something. I think it was, like, a couple years. I just kind of didn't feel like wearing pink yeah. very often. What is your favorite color? That was going to be my question. 
My favorite color? I, I'm liking blue lately. Blue? Yeah. Blue? I've always uh, loved purple, and lately it's been kind of blue. I like blue. That's cool. It changes. Anyway, okay. thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, so I have a question, and this is kind of um, sort of a little bit of a, a debate sort of in the fans' headcanon yeah. of Flashpoint. Okay. And I'm kind of afraid to ask this, but so okay. no matter what you answer, I'm just going to stick to my headcanon. Okay. Okay. All right. So just the way you play the, 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 the negotiation scenes of Jules, did you ever sort of have a backstory that, you know, the, in the Valentine's Day episode or in the episode where she's uh, negotiating the, the girl off of the, the media tower. Right. Uh, atten attention choppers. Yep, yep. Did you ever sort of play it as Jules had known someone, not necessarily her friend's mom, but if it was Jules' mom who had committed suicide? Did you ever think about that? Because she's almost had such a connection with these people when she was negotiating them. Yeah, I don't. I think the writing on Flashpoint was was kind of incredible, and they would, the write the whole writing team, they would take situations that was happening that was happening in the current news, and then they would write the show based off of these hot topics that were happening. And I think as an actor, that's just really awesome and fun to be able to dive into relevant current things that are happening in the world. And then, and then, I, as I said, that the writing is so good that you just kind of dive in, and acting is all pretend and make believe, and and so so there's an aspect of that. I I did have I've had two friends that committed suicide, so then I draw from there and you know, and then pretend, and then I I don't know. As an actor, I'm sort of an instinctual actor. I'm I've never been like formally trained or anything. I just I kind of pull from like life experience, and then and then my imagination. Yeah. So you didn't really have like a backstory about why she was really connected to that. Then. You know what? I'm not that type of actor. Like I don't write big long la 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 and like go and like make whole scenarios and stuff. I just kind of dive in, jump in two feet, and then just play. I don't, I, if I get heady, then I'll suck. Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you. Yep. Great question. Hey, Amy. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for coming out to the Philadelphia, the great Philadelphia Comic-Con. Uh, should give a round of applause, guys. Aw, thanks. Thanks, John. Just my question. Uh, when is the, me, Stacy, and Kiara are wondering, when is the next Stage It show? Next Stage It show. So this summer, I'm actually spending some time with David Yost. Um, this, we're like going on a little vacation together, and my other friend, Lisa. Anyway, I think I'm going to ask him to, um, if we can do one then. Yeah. Did you, any of you guys see the Stage It show I did? Do you know what Stage It is, everybody? Okay, so it's stageit.com. It's this awesome online venue for singer-songwriters. And, you, and you, it, I call it busking online. But basically, <laughs> you, you're like, you sing live. It's like a live performance. And on the side, there's a chat room that people are logged in. And everybody can chat and talk. And I can see who's logged in. And, it, and I've done about... 15 shows yeah, and it's always the same people that keep coming back we put, become like I call it my stage it family um, so anyway so then I go and I sing so anyway the one of them I did with David he was so funny you have to go on YouTube and look up Amy Joe and David Yost stage it show 
You guys will laugh so hard. It, I, it starts off with me like singing, and I didn't tell anybody David was going to be on the show with me. And then all of a sudden, he rises from behind me with, a, with his helmet on, with the blue helmet on. And then, and then he takes off the helmet, and it's, it's really funny. And then he dances with some Power Ranger. Like, <laughs> he does. Oh, my God, you have to see it. So anyway, so David's really fun to be silly with. So I'm hoping he'll do a Stage It. It's stageit.com. So don't forget, if you guys follow me on Twitter... I'll definitely be like in Facebook. I'll I'll tweet it out when we're gonna do it. But I would say that would be the first, the second week in July. I'm gonna make him do it with me, cause he's so silly. He's so fun. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. Yep. Thanks, John. Thanks for promoting my stage it show. <laughs> Hello, Amy. Hey. I love you, by the way. Oh, thanks. I have a, que- a few questions. Um, in the original Power Rangers, I see you did a lot of athletic stuff. Did you do like gymnastics and stuff like that? Yeah, I was a gymnast when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I kind of, I don't know if I should ask this question or not, but yeah. I kind of hated Jason David Franco for a while because I thought you actually went out. James Franco? He wasn't a Power uh, Jason Ranger. Jason David Franco? I know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jason David Frank. Yeah. yeah. Jason. You hated him? Hate's a strong word. Uh, well... I mean, as a kid, I, you know, I, was uh, like, I loved you that much. I was like, ah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. you were bothered by him because he, I was yeah, with him? Yeah, y'all, y'all was always flirting uh, and stuff. You were jealous. Yeah, I wanted to smack him up a couple times. Oh, uh, interesting. <laughs> and uh, the last question is. Um, that was a the, question? Yeah, well. <laughs> last question. They have a new reboot for the Power Rangers. Do you think yeah. you might be in there or as like a, a character? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard anything yet. I know. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you so much, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Pretty well. Just so you know, that wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, first question, I'm going to bring up a painful subject. Okay. Prince. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually got to see him live in Philly in 04. That's but, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was good. Lucky But anyway, back. um... I want to know, what's one of your favorite songs by him? Mine is uh, Diamonds and Pearls. Nice. I love, I love Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. He did that one. I love Nothing Compares to You, Sinead mm-hmm. O'Connor song. All right. Um, I don't know. He was just, he was a brilliant, brilliant yes, human. I wish I got to know him. He seems like he was an amazing mentor to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I only saw him. I didn't meet him. Yeah, I never saw him live either, but I wish I met him. All anyway. right. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. And come to Delaware when you can. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen the Power Rangers Legendary Battle, and what are your thoughts on it? Um, I don't know what that is. Is that the, the online? Su- Super Mega Force. That was the, the episode where all the Rangers uh, I didn't came back see together. it. I'm so sorry. I thought you were talking about the James Vanderbeek uh, like reboot. Oh, the reboot, thing? the dark oh. reboot. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Was that too dark for you guys? Was that too dark? Oh, it was. I awesome. kind of like. You know what that did? It sort of raised the bar of this movie that's coming out next year. Yeah. Like they're gonna have to make it really good now yeah. because that was like, oh wow. Well, plus you're reaching back to fans like me who are 30 years old now, and yeah. they're still like, yes, yeah, power so they're Rangers. gonna have to step. They're, we're not gonna be able to. We shouldn't be able to see like the strings holding up the monsters, <laughs> unless 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 they really went. I don't know. It's so hard to make a reboot. I think. I think it's gonna be really hard for everybody to love it. 
But it would be nice. I think we should just try to. Right? Like, go in with an open mind. Yeah. And just be like, okay, let's just, like, give this movie a shot. And all the actors playing all of our characters, like... Let's like, let's like go in hoping it's great. Because if you go in hoping it's bad, then it's probably going to be bad. Or is, is it the other way around? If you go in thinking it's bad, then it might be good. No. Psychologically, what do we do, guys? How do we embrace the new movie? I think if you're going into it with, you know, trying to pick everything bad, that's what you're going to be doing. And you're not right, going to enjoy the right. movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, go so in with let's an open mind that. and accept it for what it is. It's new. Just neutral. We're, you know what? No, but that could be a little standoffish, too. You look at it as a different story. It's a different... Well, it's not, though. I think, I think it's all the same characters, isn't it? Well, yes. Yeah, but it's like yeah. a, a reboot. Reimagining. But it's a remake. Yeah. All right. Is there any remake that was amazing? Yeah, was it? I didn't see it. Was that great, Battlestar Galactica? six seasons or something. Okay. Yeah. Any, any other suggestions? Was there ever a reboot of a movie? The Brady Bunch. Oh, my God, that was so good. <laughs> that, there you go. Did that come out good? Was that good? Oh, because I didn't see it. Was it's, it great? Okay. It's amazing. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. It's amazing, even. Okay. What? What is it? What is it? No. They're making A reboot Peach of Peach Dragon. Dragon? <laughs> nice. She was always the dragon when we were a kid, and she'd get <laughs> mad at me. I was like, you're the dragon, Julie. Let's do it. I look in your eyes, and you whisper sweetly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention size, because we fit so neatly. <laughs> it's just the voice from behind it's the curtain, nice right? It's nice waking <laughs> up when you're close beside me. All right, anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. Never Ending Story would be a good one, too. Woo! Love that movie. Also, are you Team Iron Man or Team Captain America? You guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so lame. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. oh. Hey, now. Boo! I wish I knew. I'm sorry. Which, which are you? You, Jim. You. Oh, me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to him. No, I don't <laughs> know. Bad. What are you? Uh, Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Me too. All day, me Captain too. America. <laughs> sure. Hi. Okay, so um, my question is that after everything that you've acted in, um, does it bother you that for most people, the first thing they think of when they look at you is, oh my gosh, it's the Pink Power Ranger? No, not at all. <laughs> for a bunch of reasons. Okay. Which most of those people are you guys, right? And you're now at probably the general age is about 26, maybe a little That's bit older. My exact age. Yeah, like I knew that, right? Yeah. And there's so many reasons why I think it's so awesome and embracing that now that you guys are all grown up. One, doing the space between, I raised the money online and having a lot of you guys that have followed my entire career, which started as Power Rangers, to like to come with me on the ride and the journey into directing, writing and directing is really awesome. That's like a huge thing for me. And then also it's like <clears throat> the stories that I keep getting of just 
how the Power Rangers helped people in certain ways when they were kids. With Everybody has their own personal story of Power Rangers to them. And I think that's pretty cool and awesome that I could be a part of something that has been out there that has actually helped somebody without even that my intention. That wasn't my intention going into Power Rangers. But to have that as an after effect is pretty awesome. Um, oh, and then this is a good reason, too, because... Some of the 26-year-olds who were huge fans of Power Rangers are now like executives at like <laughs> and making films, and they're gonna give me jobs. Woo! Right? Anyway, there's a bunch of reasons, but no, 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 I don't. Maybe ask me that 10 years ago, I might have had a different, a different idea, or and been in a different place mentally and emotionally. But today, I truly embrace it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hey, Amy. Hi. Love your shirt, man. Thanks. Hey, Julie. You'd love this shirt. Do you see his shirt? My sister has my daughter say that all the time. And her, and her, um, her grandchild, she's always like, his shirt says, I'm awesome. So Julie, since my daughter was like tiny, her first word she would make her say, I'm awesome. Anyway, yeah. Uh, question. Do, what's, your, what's your favorite uh, Power Rangers episode? Oh, I answered that, but I think it was Switching Places or the Powerpunks. Oh, uh, okay. Do you, uh, uh, yeah, you and Billy are play um, uh, Power Ranger Punks, right? In your characters. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. It was fun. Although I felt like, don't tell David I said this, although we're being recorded right now. Um, LAUGHTER I felt like a little bit when I chose my, power, my punk character that he copied me a little bit. Because suddenly I had this, like, punk voice. What was I doing? I was like, hey, hey, get out of my face. I don't know what I was doing. And all of a sudden he's like, hey, hey. And I'm like, like you can't do that. That's what punk I do. character. <laughs> oh, my God, he's going to kill me. <laughs> you can ask, when we do a stage it show, you can, you can ask that. I, I just I love to fight with David. It's so much fun. Excuse me. Who did my navel? What? Oh, my nails. Oh, who did my nails. nails? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who did my nails? Who did my nail? Oh, did they were they bad? I don't remember all the lines, but anyway, <laughs> David stole my character. I'm kidding, K kind of a little bit. Oh, and right. the other question. Did you, uh, did, in your character, did you say those are uh, your friends from, uh, friends from Terror right? From where? Oh, uh, no, uh, you, uh, you aim, uh, you say those, say those rangers from Terror, uh, the, the Terror you've seen in the monsters, all the Power Ranger punks I'm talking about? Yeah, honestly, I don't really remember a lot about then. Um... Yeah, that was 20 years ago when we actually shot the show. And, and honestly, we were a bunch of, like, early 20-year-olds partying hard. Uh. And I've only seen some of the episodes a couple times, and so I have no clue what I was saying. I'd have to go back and, like, really watch it. But I could. <laughs> I could. Anyway. Yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. Do you ever go back and watch episodes and you're like, I don't remember this at all? <laughs> I've watched a couple with my daughter who's, um, who's seven now. And so, 
actually we haven't watched them together in a while, but a couple years ago we watched them and that was kind of fun for a minute because she was like, oh, mom, look, there you are. And then she was really bored by it. But um, <laughs> she didn't love it. What ups? Um, yeah. Yeah, that was fun to watch, to go back and watch. Oh, Bring back memories of like where we were and what we were doing. And Oh, right. There was, I just remember, what was that episode? We were in like a... Um, like a fair, a fairground, and there was like all these rides. I remember doing like the stunts for that on that thing that whipped around, right? I remember that. I remember I kissed some one of the grips or something there. I, what did am Tommy I telling see? you guys? I did. I, I kissed one of the people working on the show. I remember that. That's yeah. what I remember. <laughs> I don't remember my lines, though. Yeah. This is... um. Uh, the episode, um, A Different Shade of Pink, when Kimberly was written off the show. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. One thing that always bugged me is how uh, she wasn't given a final battle. She wasn't given a final battle. She should have had one, right? Yeah, because, you know, Shuki was actually awesome. I went to Shuki, who was the, per- the producer who was sort of in charge at that time of who stays on the show and who can leave the show. and. Um, and I actually went to Shuki and I said, you know what? I think I'm done. I think I'm done doing Power Rangers. I've done, I think, 152 episodes and I'm just ready to move on. And he was like, okay, as long as you do this one movie, Suzy Q, that he wrote with his wife, his wife at the time, and then like five more episodes of Power Rangers so they could like have an ending for me. And I was like, that's like, uh, how great is that? Like, that is so nice to just kind of give me a graceful exit. So, yeah, so that was great. And I don't remember, I didn't have a final battle, but I think they had to bring Catherine in and sort of figure out how to make it work that way. Hello. Hi. Um, I've been a fan of you for years. I watched you on Felicity. Um, I watched you on... uh, Flashpoint, and um, recently on Covert Affairs. Yeah. Um, well, I have uh, two, two quick questions. Okay. When, I guess, can you still do backflips? Oh, don't you, <laughs> you know what? If I tried right now, I'd land on my head. <laughs> Julie's like, don't. She says no. I can do it on the trampoline. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can do one on the trampoline. And then the last time I did one just standing was before I had my daughter. So I might hurt myself really bad if I try. <laughs> and the last one is... Um, <laughs> Julie's like, don't. You thought I was going to. I'm going to give it a shot, guys. No, I'm not. With the mic in hand. Right here. On to the table. In my heels. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? I'm just going to try. I'm going to try. Hang on. <laughs> Scaring my sister. She thinks I'm going to try. Huh? Oh, I could try a handstand. Juju can do a oh, handstand really? too. I'll try. I'm pulling my phone out for this one. I'm just <laughs> Let's hear it for him. Come on, that was awesome. I didn't expect you to do that. Thank you. Look what you started. <laughs> and, okay, and the last question, um, 
I heard rumors about they asked you to come back at some point, like you came back for the second movie. Turbo, yeah. Yeah. Did they ever ask you to come back after you left, besides the movie? No, but that was pretty generous to have me come back for that. Hmm. I thought that was awesome. I think at that time, I had gone on and I'd done, um, I did two movies of the week. One was called Killing Mr. Griffin, and then one was Perfect Body. Oh, I and remember then, that one. Yeah. And then right after that, I got Felicity. So I kind of just mo- had moved on. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So cool meeting you. Nice to meet you. Whew, my little workout for the day. I got Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was extremely impressive, by the way. I just, I could not, I'd fall right over the I finally got it at the, the end. Edge. I felt it right at the end. I was like, oh, there she is. There it is. There <laughs> it is. Uh, hello. Hi. I got uh, two quick stories and then a question. Okay. Um, Power Rangers has helped me ever since I was real little. I, um, I have multiple, I have a rare disability, a brain, like, I don't want to, like, I'm missing the centerpiece of my brain. And amongst other disabilities, but I, that growing up, not just your season, but the, the series in general helped me so much. So I'm grateful that you were the one that, see, I'm trying to get the right angle. You were the one that started it. And um, second one, kind of going a couple years after you started, was about three years ago, I was going through this really, well, about three years to now, I've been going through these really rough patches. And I remember the first time I had um, Puddles of Grace playing on YouTube. And I get these uh, shaking spells. And it's sort of like an exact, not really a panic, they're not sure what it's called. It's sort of like a panic attack. And I remember the first time I heard it, it was about five to 10 minutes in when I first heard it. By the end of the song, I had to play it twice. (laughs) It was that good. I had to play it twice, but at the end of the song, it stopped like that. I'm thinking it was your song. I wasn't going to say it's probably the timing, but I think it was your song. Wow. Sweet. That's so sweet. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) I know. That's so nice. So Puddle of Grace is a song. Bye, John. The song that I wrote, um, because I'm a a songwriter as well, and they actually had it on Felicity. Uh, I sang it first on Felicity, and it's on the Felicity soundtrack. And um, that's awesome. That's an awesome story. Thanks. And uh, Oh. You might not remember this, but how was it working with the red slash blue SPD Ranger? Who? Sorry. Does anyone remember? Who, no Who's the S slash blue? Flashpoint. One episode of Flashpoint. Oh. He was. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an EMT on yeah. there, right? I was like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, who was he? Was he? He was Sky. one of the Rangers. He was, uh, 2005 series. Uh, 2005 series. So he had a small role on a series I did called Flashpoint. Um, that was fun. It was fun to uh, to meet a fellow Ranger. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for coming out. Consider coming to uh, DC. I will. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just got three quick questions for you. What okay. is your favorite memory from Power Rangers? Uh, what are your greatest musical influences? And is there a genre of music that you just don't listen to or just don't can't get into? Okay. Uh, so first question, favorite memory. 
Well, the most like prominent mem. Well, I have so many. It can be like on set. I or, have like, so many memories. Oh my goodness, and they're funny, and I can't tell you all of them. <laughs> <laughs> most of the good ones, I, I really couldn't tell you. Um, oh my God, they're so fun. I re- actually want to write like a spoof kind of movie. You should. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sort of based off of the experience, because there were some funny things that went down with us little 19-year-olds in spandex on television. Especially at that level. That's, yeah, well, yeah. it's funny because you take kids, right? Well, we were 19, whatever, and then you throw overnight this crazy success at them, but you're only paying them non-union, like, regular wages, which is totally fine, but... I think, I think fame can mess with people in their heads. I think it, it can either, I think Oprah said once, you throw fame at somebody and it tr- brings out your true colors. Like you can really see who a person is. Yeah, when you can have everything you want. You know, or you're just gonna... ego. I think at 19, we're, you're still not fully developed as a person. So I think it can really bring out some strange behavior. So I, I have some really funny stories anyway, but I, I won't get into that. <laughs> They're so fun. Oh, I just want to tell you one. No, I can't. Um, no, I'd get in trouble. Um, okay. But I'll, I'll tell you one. All right, so one, I think I've told this before, but one, I, I'll never forget, because I used to, can I tell you guys this? I used to smoke a little pot. I don't anymore. Uh-oh. I did, but I used to smoke pot on set with the grips. And I'll never forget, like, totally getting totally high, putting on my Pink Ranger costume, and then going and sitting in my Megazord, is that what it was called? And then, like, sitting in there and looking out at Paul and all the other grips, and they're looking at me, cracking up laughing, and I'm, like, in there, like, having to say whatever whatever I had to say in there, and just being like... Oh my God, I'm having such a reality check right now. Like, where am I? How did I'm I... high in a Megazord right now. This is pretty awesome. I'm in a Megazord. I'm wearing pink spandex. Who am I? What is happening? So that's that's a, probably a big memory I have. Cool. Yeah. And then and then your um, your biggest musical influence in like a genre of music you don't listen to or can't listen to. So musical influence. Um, I have so many. Like right now, on I have um, I listen to in Canada. I don't. I can't get Spotify. So right now, I have um, what is it called? Google Google Playlist. Okay. So I'm listening to Google Playlist. So I have in there. It's called Pumpkin Spice. Anyway, I love this play playlist. I am a sucker for any sad song. I just like like indie kind of singer songwriter slit your throat music. I love it. I just love to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love writing and sitting in my house with my coffee and listening to my sad sad music. Um, so who are some of the artists in there that right now that I love? Um, ah, I can't even think of one band. Have you guys ever heard of Arcade Fire? So I love, they're from Montreal. That's a great, I love that genre of music. Um, a genre of music I can't listen to, a heavy metal. I just, it hurts my brain. I know, I'm so sorry, but it, it hurts, it hurts me. Unless it's melodic. Right. Unless there's, which is very rare for, for heavy metal. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> you're, how long, you've been, you're a guitar player. How long have you been playing guitar? 
I'm a hack guitar player. I You're taught myself when I was 23, and I've never taken a lesson. And I just I play piano the same way. I play what I write. You know, I'm yeah. so I'm not a really good guitarist, but I do love to play. I've been playing guitar for about 15 years, but I play heavy metal, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Oh, that's okay. It's not that I hate it. It's just like it's, it it doesn't make me cry. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Hi. I'll make this short. As of last month, with the most recent episode of Power Rangers Dino Charge airing on Nickelodeon, the total episode count of the entire Power Rangers series is 817. Do you think it'll ever reach 1,000? Wait, wait, wait. 817 what? Episodes of the entire franchise. Eight, only, only 817. Because I did 152 of them. There's only 800. Hasn't that been on for 20 years? So what do they do? Like five episodes? I can't do the math. How many episodes a season do they do? I did 152 episodes in a year and a half. Well, I did the math and... uh, I guess that was when it was non-union. That's when when they weren't paying us. And they're just like, oh my God, they worked us to death. And the rules on there... Somebody brought a picture up today of me and Jason, uh, Austin like tied up over a volcano i think that was turbo maybe Yeah, turbo yep you guys that was scary man they had fire below us like real fire like that is against the law <laughs> I, I remember being tied up like literally tied up with fire beneath us and I, I just remember saying to austin being like this isn't comfortable i don't feel comfortable and i think austin finally was like okay we're done. Get us down from here. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, and another time with David Yost. I'm sorry. I'm totally cutting off your question. But with David Yost, we were in the, the switch, the time machine. Like, we switched. No, switching places. That little machine caught on fire. And me and David <laughs> were in it. Oh, my gosh. And we come running out of it. There was a few times. The worst was during Turbo. We were s- swimming in a pool, and they were shooting us. But it wasn't supposed to be a pool. I don't know. But they were filming it in a pool. And the electricians had all the lights on the side. But they didn't even have, at the time, they didn't have the underwater lights. And thank God nobody was in the pool for, like, five minutes. And one of the lights fell off and fell into the pool, guys. It was dangerous back then. And then they turned union and everything changed. But I was gone already. Dangerous. We were like in the war. Well, as we were discussing, overall, as time went on, the number of episodes per season kept going down until where it's where it at is. Oh, so it did. It kept going down. Yeah. Okay. Now they're only allowing twenty-two episodes per season. That's normal. That's actually a lot. That's really normal for a normal network show. It's 22, 22 episodes. And then if you're an actor on, 20, on, a, on a show like that, you actually love when they come in and they're like, okay, this season we're doing 13. You're like, yes. I can't I didn't even tell you why. It's such a grind. Like shooting a, a TV series, it's, it's a real grind. It's, it's really, everybody's burnt out by the end. It's just like, so anyway, so 22 is normal. That's, that's actually a lot. And uh, according to my calculations, if they keep going the way they go, and assuming this show is still on the air by the time it reaches 1,000 episodes, it would take about nine years to get there. Wow. You wow. really thought this through. You did. 
And I, yeah, that's amazing. Yep. Well, that's all I have to and say. It, and it may still be on the air when we're all old and dying. <laughs> Who knows? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, guys. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. All right, we have time for one more question. Vegeta, you're it, man. And wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be really weird and creepy if Haim Saban was still running the show, right? And he doesn't age. Hi there, Miss Johnson. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Not too shabby. I have like three couple questions. I start watching the, the first uh, season of The Mighty Morphin about 20, 22 years ago when it first came out on August 28th of 1993. August 28th. Yeah, that makes sense. When I was like six years old. Yeah. And, and the second question, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, um, so ever since I start watching um, the episode The Evil Green, yeah. that the part one to the part four, yeah, and um, and um, and you introduced to Tommy, well, aka um, Jason David Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I met about about two years ago, and the the, um, the Wizard World. Okay. And so, um, and what happened? You guys are like dating or some sort? Because I just watched the whole thing like a couple years back. So, okay. Um, you um, you guys are not. I don't know. Pretty awkward. Is, obviously. is he my boyfriend right now? I'm just saying. No. I'm just asking. No, he's not my boyfriend. I think, I think he's married. He's married. Yeah. 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 That's like, yeah. That was long time We talk. Ago. We talk sometimes. But oh, okay. His wife's name is Tammy. Yeah. I know. I didn't met her at first. I just met him like uh, almost two years ago. Are you asking if I'm having an affair with Jason? No, 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 no. I think <laughs> that is private information, guys. Would it be a Mighty Morphin affair? I will I'm, not let you know. Not really. But I'm, a Mighty I'm, Morphin affair. Yeah. <laughs> That's top secret. Obviously. Maybe. No. <laughs> well... And the, th- and the fourth thing, um, I heard you, you were in Toronto, in Ontario, which is I used to live there about back in 2007 on, um, when I was like 20 years old. Yeah. When, when my mother and I arrived from her hometown in Nigeria. And I stayed there for like about almost four years ago. Yeah. And then I moved back to here about um, December, 20, December 5th of 2012. Yeah. And then you were in Toronto on the Eaton Center Mall. Yeah, yeah. The Eaton Center, yeah. That's Which right where a Young and Dundas is. That's where I put on my suit and sang in the corner. Yeah. And you were on, on CDTV. Actually, I'm sorry, that's uh, CTV on... Um... Yeah. Well, there's two. Hmm. Anyway. Well, but... how did you like it in, in Toronto so far, ma'am? I love, I love Toronto. I find Toronto an, an incredibly nurturing city to become a filmmaker in. I really, I really like it there. Thank you. Yeah. Well... Well, let's just say that I still miss it there, because right now, maybe like one day I, I need to fly over there. Yeah, you should go back and visit. It's, it's, not, it's like an hour and a half flight. Uh, about almost two and a half hours, but what the heck. <laughs> yeah. But hey, what can I say? Because you're the best Pink Ranger ever. Because right now, do my spirit, because you're the best. Aw, thank you. No problem, ma'am. All right, everybody. That concludes the Morphin Time panel with Amy Jo Johnson. Let's hear it for her, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, guys.